Hello, James here, and welcome to yet another fantastic Doc Talk podcast light, which means Dr. Jenna and I are going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation, but you get the curated version. I call it that bite-sized package that really fits that little bit of time when you're caught in line somewhere, when you're bored in a meeting, when you just need some time to kill and you're wondering, what am I going to do? You got James and Jenna, and we're going to offer you some entertainment. We're going to offer you some insight. We're going to offer you something to think about. And in this Doc Talk light, it's all about cancer. Kind of a hard topic, but you're going to get it. We're, we're talking a little bit about background. We're talking about things you need to be thinking about. And, and I love how we end because it really does come down to thinking and just slowing down. Doc Talk light puts a smile on my face. Thank you very much for being here. It's going to put a smile on yours. Let's get to it. Here's Dr. Jenna. It's, but I, you know, the oncology one's kind of interesting because the number of people that I know who've had issues and it just kind of comes up, right? Like I'm talking to someone and they kind of go, oh yeah, I had to go get these sunspots removed and, and it was benign. So it wasn't an issue. And other people who've had things and melanomas and it's like, whoa, whoa, what, what are you talking about? And then people who've had breast cancers, stomach cancers, colon cancers, and it just kind of doesn't fit into a conversation and then you notice something and they go, oh yeah, well, you know, it's, it's weird. Well, it's exceptionally prevalent. And even the other day, I was looking for something on my Facebook Messenger from years ago. And as I was going through, I, I came along a load of messages from people that have now passed away. Really? Even really young people. There was a lovely nurse in a hospital in Oldham I used to work with. Great, great, great Oldham. guy in Oldham. Yes, okay, it's, it's so give us the, give me the location here. Is right. this on the Manchester? Outs- yes, okay. well done, spot on. On the outskirts of Manchester, and actually, it's not even the outskirts. It's no, just it's, it's, it's not it's not the city centre. Okay. How do you know Oldham? I, you know what? I saw it on a show that I was watching, one of these history shows, because I've never been to that part. A of history it. show on yeah. Oldham. <laughs> Go figure. Oldham <laughs> figured into it. Someone came from there. I was like, okay. What do you watch at <laughs> nighttime, James? Uh, you know, I'm always trying to be ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. You you identified uh, Oldham Hospital which is where I used to work. And that was back in the day, gosh, in my foundation year. And anyway, yeah, really lovely guy, so young. I don't know what type of cancer he had, but I, I saw just recently that he had died. And there's now like a memorial to him within the ward yeah. that he worked in. He was there so many years. Other people that have had stomach cancer, other people that have had thyroid cancer. Lots of young people tend uh, to get thyroid, thyroid, cancer. thyroid cancer. I know two people actually that are going through treatment at the moment, all within their early 30s. Wow. That's, I mean, yeah. Because I'm, I'm kind of getting a little older, right? So I'm, I'm sort of hit the 50 mark. And so a lot of people start to manifest some of these things 50 and above. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people who I know or friends are here. And I'm going, wow, they seem so young. And then someone nudges me and goes, you know, like we're talking, they're, they're in their late 50s, you know. It's like, oh, okay, I guess. Which does not make it okay. But it's, you <laughs> just start to notice more things like that. But when you start getting the 30s and people are having cancer scares, it's like, whoa. But even younger, and I think it's probably because we're more in touch with the whole world, aren't we, with with mm. social media and the internet, etc. So there's an awful lot of posts that come through, even on British Mums Dubai or any of the, you know, the community um, forums that, that, that exist of young children that are going yeah. through... Uh, cancer treatments, I find it so, so and what hard. And what tolerate. kind of cancers are they? Often often brain tumours is tumors. quite a common one. Um, usually this is someone that has been born with, okay. there's, there's something. There's something there. Yeah, what I mean by that is, it once you reach a certain age, it's usually after about 80, sort of between the 15 and 80 mark is very common to start getting um, 
oncology problems, so like cancers, etc. After the age of 80, you don't even think of it as mm. it's something that might likely is going to be hereditary because you're 80 and the body stops doing things properly, so you're more likely to develop There's cancer. Someone... What do you mean it stops doing things properly? So, do you know how, how you tend to get a cancer is every cell... Um, produces another cell effectively like with through replication okay. and everyone now knows rna because yeah. of the pfizer vaccine that comes through um however that that's involved in the process of making new cells and every time you make a new cell you have something that codes for the cell and then you have something that checks the cell has been made properly oh, okay and when that's, you a really, that's a really good explanation because <laughs> <laughs> normally my explanations are terrible no no because because when we start thinking about how these things work and you, you, we see the letters. You know, it's RNA, and what's it doing? And people say, oh, it's, you know, it's a new kind of thing. And oh no, that's not what RNA does. No, no, does. but but <laughs> just the, but then people go in to start talking about how cells work and how things. And your your explanation of how cells that's pretty well, good. Well, I'll, I'll tell you now because now I feel like I've got to explain what RNA is. You got DNA. RNA is the opposite to the DNA, and it becomes a template. So when you make a new DNA, it looks yeah. at the RNA and does the opposite again. So then you've then got a replication of what was the original DNA. That okay. makes sense. Cool. So you've got you've got okay. Let's make the make the correct cell. Let's check the cells been made correctly, and ultimately, if one of those is out of sync, that's how you can then develop the wrong cell, ah. and that cell has the ability to go on to make more and more and more cells that are incorrect, and that's often how you get a cancerous growth. Oh, okay. So it's it's accumulation of cells that aren't meant to be there and they require a blood supply they require food nutrition so your body ends up feeding this okay. this clump of cells that wasn't meant to be there and eventually if it, it carries on and it grows too fast which often happens in younger people that have got cancer it's a faster growing type of cancer it, it then effectively sucks sucks all your nutrition and your Yikes. oxygen to the wrong place okay and, and then that's that's when things go terribly wrong as a child's growing a lot of a lot of cell change happening and then to have these cancers form that's brutal that's why cancer in the young tends to be more aggressive because uh -huh. you your cells are multiplying rapidly as you say you're growing uh -huh. when you get older not always but often the the cancers are a little bit more lazy uh -huh. because everything everything is slowing down that little uh -huh. bit and so the cancer doesn't develop quite as quickly and and as i say once you reach the age of 80 say and I, that's just a, a rough mark i yeah, have yeah. in my head and what a lot of doctors use is sort of a benchmark once you reach around 80 it's no longer the concern for it to be hereditary cancer because the likelihood is you are more predisposed to getting cancers because your cells are not working as well. They're not duplicating quite as well as yeah. they should do and therefore you're more likely to get something to go wrong and create a cancerous growth. Yeah. So hereditary and non-hereditary. This is that whole thing, right, that we constantly talk about is doing the self-exams, yeah. taking the necessary steps in advance to detect things earlier. And I think that's something that we all need to educate ourselves on and be aware of. And life gets busy. It's so easy to put it, you know, forget about it. Think, oh, I'll do that. I'll do that soon. Or yeah. Especially because some of these tests, they're, they're quite invasive. I mean, mm. think about a female smear test or yeah. a male's prostate test examination it's not something that's yeah. particularly comfortable it's not something that we want i mean i went i had my postnatal review recently and they said when did you have your last smear test and i thought oh great it was a year ago i won't I, oh, yeah not you just a year had ago. a baby you know and stuff yeah i said oh just before i got pregnant i won't need to, i won't need to do it yet and then they said oh okay about a year ago and i thought 
down. <laughs> yes, that means I'm going to do it again. Oh, okay, have so yes, I have to have another. And it's and it's it's not pleasant, and people don't like it. But yeah. you've got to think it's the lesser of the two evils. So many people avoid them, like all these kinds of tests. And and sometimes I I mean I think, you know, I, I, in terms of prostate and stuff. So I'm, you know, from a guy's side, those tests have gotten a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and then they continue to improve as well. You, you know, you're not going to do an examination like that unless you absolutely yeah. need to. And it's not like you're getting one every other day. I mean, it's you know. When was the last time you had your prostate check, James? Over a year. Yeah, it's over um, a year. It's it's you know, and it's one of those. And I, I actually, I was saying to I was saying to my wife, say, you know what, I got to go for a checkup. And it's and it's been way over a year. You should that. go for a well-man checkup anyway after yeah. you reach feet fifty. I hate to yeah. say it, James, yeah. but you're um, you're supposed to go and just get checked out anyway. Well, the irony is, you know, so we're here in Dubai. I mean, I have insurance from my employer. My insurance covers one of those complete oh. checkups a year. Yeah, you definitely uh, need to take yourself down. You're you know, so lucky. And likewise to have that. for my wife, it covers a checkup for her and it covers a mammogram because she's of the right age as well. Listen to that. Sorry. I don't be sorry. That's so, great. We've done so well until she's now. She's hungry. She's yes. hungry. That's she, well, I was actually thinking that because we started quite late today <laughs> and I think, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. how long I've, I've got in the tank yeah. before she kicks off. That's it. I can, I can imagine yeah. that. She's hungry. <laughs> it's like, come on. Do you know, it's funny because you talk about, we're talking about cancers and obviously prevention. You become so much more aware once you become a parent of yeah. your own health. And yeah. especially when they're young, I'm sure, as they get older, you know, they're self-sufficient, they'll be okay. And obviously, you still want to be there to yeah, yeah. see them get married, see them go through yeah. life, find out what they do with their life. But when they are so little, oh, it's such a horrible feeling. Yeah, I, yeah. I you can't get injured. You can't be sick. You, you know, you get a tingly thing in your throat. It's like, oh, no. Or, you know, you got a pain in your side. And you're kind of going, oh, no, no, no. What's that about? I don't have time to be out of commission. But I think I told you the other week I had a really sore throat. And I was yeah, like, that's oh, what you oh. said. And I knew I was getting a cold. It was the oh. weirdest cold I've ever had, actually. But I knew I was getting a cold. And I just thought... I can't, I just don't have time. And luckily it wasn't a bad one in the end. Yeah. Uh, the saucer only lasted two days and then the cold, it wasn't a bad one. But sometimes you can be really out, you feel terrible yeah. with the cold, but there's no time to, you've still no. got to get on with yeah, it. Yeah. You've still got to do the school run. You've still got to do everything else. So yeah, I was, uh, I was just thinking, oh no, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go back to cancer for a second. And one of the cancers that I'm, I'm actually really surprised at how people especially here in a sunny place, tend to be pretty slack with. Yes. And skin cancers. Yeah. And I say this only because we were talking a little bit a little bit ago that, that I was away for a week. We took a staycation week and we went to Abu Dhabi, got our PCR tests and went to several different hotels and enjoyed some, and very different hotels too. It was, it was really, we went desert, we went downtown, we went, you know, sort of resort living. And very different experiences, all good, but just very different. And in all of those cases, we end up by the pool. Like that's what my wife and I. But you look very tanned. We go and sit by the pool. I've got my sun top on. I'm like the only guy at the pool who's wearing a sun top. I got a hat on. I've got glasses on. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm covered, and I'm wearing sun sun protection. So I've I've made sure I've got my 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 nose coat on and and stuff around my face and exposed parts of the skin are covered with sunblock but i'm the only guy like that i'm in the pool and i see everyone's out there and and they're buff and they're they're trying to show off their pecs no shirts on kids no sun tops on no hats i'm just going are you guys crazy 
I guess the thing is, are they wearing sunscreen and all, and not just that? Are they wearing the appropriate sunscreen? Well, that's as the well? thing. And then I want you know, then you're sitting there and you're watching people put on the sunscreen. What's the latest one that everyone loves? These spray bottles. This is the the, the suntan lotion companies are laughing because they put like in a <laughs> teaspoon of of sunscreen in there and they charge you twenty, thirty, forty dirhams for something that costs you know like five cents. So they're they're laughing. And then the best part is you watch people putting it on. So I I never buy that stuff. I buy the full lather and I get it all over me and it's like a full layer and then I let it sit because you got to let it yes before you jump in the pool yeah you gotta let it temper right let it soak in but I see the people spraying and it's and I and I keep think I keep hearing the Jim Crochet song I'm pretty sure it's uh Jim Crochet oh no no it's I think it's three dog night you know the great you you have to sing it to us James the the one it goes you don't tug on Superman's cape you don't spit into the wind. <laughs> you don't pull the cap off the old Long Range Rain. You don't mess around with Jim. I think that's Wow, the, now, that was but, amazing. But the thing is, <laughs> spit into the wind. You don't spit into the wind. You oh. don't pee into the wind, right? If you're out there. But you also don't fire on your suntan lotion into the wind. wind. And I see people doing it, and I see them firing, and it's like going everywhere except on them. You know, it's not just that. Yes, you're right. It's about how you apply it, how yeah. regularly you apply it. Yeah. Read the back. It will tell you. Usually sunscreen only lasts for two hours. Yeah. So you should be reapplying Sweat it. Sweat factor. Yeah. And it, well, not even just that. It's, it's, it's it, you know, it just doesn't last. You've, mm. you've got to keep, mm. you've got to keep reapplying. Probably even more regularly, in really? theory, okay. theoretically, if yeah. you are sweating. You've, as you say, you've got to let it temper. You shouldn't be jumping in the pool straight away. It will give you instructions on the back. Yeah. And also, I hate to say it, but the brand makes a difference too. Yeah. If you've got one that's got um, effectively a physical barrier to the sun, so like a zinc oxide in the back, yeah. that's brilliant. That's, that's, that's the I kind use. of one. That's what yeah. I use. You spend more for that stuff. Yes, of course you do spend more because it's a probably a better quality product. Well, it mm. is. It's certainly better protection from the sun. Yeah. I can't comment on the sprays versus the lotions because it depends <laughs> yeah. on the technology that's used, and I, and I don't know enough about that. I just know you want you want to be covering yourself in it, yeah. and it's a shame, but everyone's just more concerned about trying yeah. to get a tan as quickly as possible. Well, then. And then you see the people who are just beat red, and I'll, it's like, oh, no, they're going to be in so much pain, and they're just out in the sun getting more sunburn, and I just keep thinking, what about the accumulated skin damage? What about the possibility of melanomas that are, are being you're creating that possibility and increasing and in why why do you want to do that and that's gonna that's gonna pop in and you know when you're 40 50 and and so and you've done irreversible skin damage and i mean why why do you want to do that i mean gosh i was the worst when i was younger honestly james i was i was definitely that person that yeah, didn't too. didn't use sunscreen yep. was lying out i've got loads of moles not that people without moles are not at risk it just mm. means that if you have moles that they are more potently you like to change you also um and I, I think because i tanned i thought it was okay but yet you still you are less likely to burn yeah. and uvb which causes burning you know it can cause cancer a little bit more sometimes uh, you know so people that are red or um have got sorry red hair etc yeah. they are more likely to develop skin cancers that that just is a fact but that doesn't mean that somebody with darker skin or somebody that tans is not going to develop a skin cancer so it's, you know, it's, it's up to you to take your own protection, really. Plus, you know, there's so many great fake tans these days. <laughs> 
so we've, we've got the, the exams, we've got the visual checking, you know, your stool sample and that, and, and I, which I think people don't do either. And they want to ignore anything that's going on down there. It's like, <laughs> unless you're James Pike, where you love, I'm always checking, I'm always checking out. I was like, Oh, we got, what do we got going on here? It's like <laughs> My favorite is when you text me to tell me what's going on down yeah, there. James. Yeah. Was, and, and change of smell is always a big one. You know, it's like, Oh, hold on. What, what's <laughs> going on here? What, then I have to sit down for 20 minutes and think, okay, what have I changed in my diet? Is there something here I need to be thinking about? It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, texture, I, t- change of texture. Uh, is this going to be edited out? <laughs> no, I'm leaving this all in. Poor mucus, Donna. mucus. It's a big one. No one wants that to. No, that normally means you, you, everyone has mucus, but um, it, if you have a surplus of it or a sudden change, then it's likely inflammation in the bowel. Uh-huh. The, but there's lots of other areas. Again. We talk about trendy cancers or trendy illnesses. Oh, okay. There's a lot that just aren't really talked about. What about oral cancers? Do people ever open their mouth and have a little look at what's going no. on in there? No. The most common thing is they might find a bit of bleeding and then they maybe take their iPhone, they put the light on, they go and have a little look. But, you know, people just, they don't check Tongue out. cancer. Tongue cancer is a big one. Um, Tongue, throat. Very common in alcoholic people that have abused really? alcohol and also people that smoke. Yeah, because you've got, think about all the, the acid production um, that's going on, that's coming up into the mouth sometimes, and you've got, um, if, if, you, if you have, if you smoke or you drink a lot of alcohol, you get a lot of acid in your, in your stomach that is created and often creates reflux, and sometimes that can right, even come okay. into the mouth. You've also then got, effectively, they're both carcinogens that are going yeah. through the, that, that area, so the pharynx. So you can get cancer anywhere within the mouth. So I, I got a question about carcinogens just really quickly. Yeah. So we know that a carcinogen is something that can promote cancer. Yes. Don't you find it weird that when you look at the ingredients of things that have known carcinogens in them, maybe even a small quantity, but maybe not, like cigarettes, like everyone knows that the smoke in a cigarette produces carcinogens. Why would you even go near it? Or some of these food dyes that that in combination with things, and a lot of those have been removed from the market, so they're not around anymore. But they, they in children's things as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like why why would we even go down that route if there's this remote chance that somewhere along the line it could lead to a cancerous growth in us? Well, look, I, I can speak from experience because I have my addiction, don't I? I've got my diet coke. Yeah, and I noticed you're drinking. Club soda today. That's wow. Is that is that good? Is that that's you excellent. Having, yeah, thank you. I, I go is, through cases of that stuff. This is my e-cigarette, uh, which I've mentioned <laughs> to you before. So yeah. it's it's not a diet coke, but I get the pop, I get the fizz. Ah, yeah, it's great. That's and the it, same for me. I, it, it's got zero calories. It's got nothing in it. It's, well, it's got a bit of salt. Not ideal. Yeah, it's still yeah. got carbon dioxide, which the debate yeah. can cause osteoporosis really? by the yeah I love the that stuff. I, the carbon dioxide um, can react with calcium in the bone okay. they believe um that, again it's a bit of a contentious contentious yeah. issue um as to whether it can then cause weakening of the bones yeah. so it's not it's not perfect it's, it's better than a diet coke yeah. and so I, I can speak with with great gusto in saying it's hard because you recognize it's not the right thing but we talked earlier about how people think it won't happen to me yeah and, that's and huge I, isn't it oh no it's gonna happen to someone else yeah it's and you, one, in you 50, don't. one in 50 you know, I've never won the lottery. I've never been in an accident. It's not going to happen to me. It happens to other people. And that's it. And I think you've lived your life 50, 
few few on top years of thinking. Fifty six this year. I'm fifty six. I don't believe Can it. Can you imagine? I don't 56. believe it. I know. I, that's what I like. It's crazy. But you've lived all that time, yeah. being touch wood, relatively healthy. Yeah, yeah. So you've not had a problem. So why would you be able to accept that that's going to happen to you? It's really yeah. hard for people to actually acknowledge that they are vulnerable and likely to get ill. And it's and again with you, I've just spoken to you numerous times about how it's been having children that has really pushed oh, me yeah. to want to give up. Yeah. The, the bad stuff. Yeah. So, you know, somebody smokes, they love it, they're addicted, they actually have a physical addiction and a desire. It's what they think about regularly. It, it's, it's hard, it is hard work, and it's something that people have got to make a very, very conscious effort to try and give up and accept that it not only will this potentially happen to you, but in some people, it, it, smoking, for instance, it does happen to you, it's just when. Mm. Do you die from something else first, yeah. or does it catch up with you in time? I guess it, it really becomes thinking about the overall environment that we live in and all these things that we enjoy and what are, it, it's, it's balance, right? You don't want to give everything up, but finding that happy medium. My dad often comments that he would rather live a happy full life yeah. and having some of the things that he enjoys in a really long life. And I think it's just, it's up to you. You've got to make yeah. that decision. And as we've discussed before, you can be the healthiest person alive and walk out on Shakeside Road by accident yeah. or be on in a car crash on Shakeside Road and that's that's the end of your life. So yeah, you've got to take your pick 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 your poison. Mm. So when when we start talking cancers, this becomes you know, don't worry about some of the stuff, but and don't be paranoid, but do the screenings that are necessary, do your self exams, think a little bit more consciously about some of the things that you're ingesting. And if you're ingesting a lot of diet colas remember that your aspartames and things in in large quantities can have impacts and that's not saying that one or two of these cans a week or or so is going to be a big issue probably not but if you're drinking a six pack or a 12 pack a day maybe but that's the same if you're drinking four pots of coffee a day right so <laughs> but, you, but also if you if you want to drink all that diet coke okay. or you want to smoke or you want to consume vast amounts of alcohol own it so yeah. if you if that's what you want to do and you decide i'd rather take i'm happy to take that risk yeah. that's fine it's your life it's your body you do with it what you want yeah. we're just here to tell you the facts that's yeah. all it's the places that are making those meals right that are coming in the cans and they've got oh it's, it's horrible smell. i think a can's maybe a little bit different too Can, uh, well, in cans i always go back to the uh, program the nature of things dr david suzuki years ago it's got to be at least 30 years ago 25 for sure and he did a show on plastics and he was talking about uh, phantom pheromones and all these things and one of the big areas that that he kind of keyed in on was the fact that there's so many plastics and so many things we don't realize they're in and the yes. linings of cans tin cans are lined with plastic there's a plastic coating on the lining of the interior of a tin can that in the past, had been a leaching agent. Now, a lot of that's been fixed, and they've done new things, but still, and it just, again, goes back to what we've been talking about. There's just, there's just a lot of chemicals around, yeah. aren't there? There's just loads <laughs> of chemicals, and ultimately, what, what predisposes to cancer, we've talked a lot about predisposing, what is that? Yeah. It basically means that you speed up the cell turnover in your body, and therefore, if, if, if we do anything faster than doing yeah. it slower, it's more likely to go wrong. So slow down a little bit. Slow down. Slow down. That's <laughs> the, what, what's the motto in the end of this uh, podcast? Slow down. Slow down. And you know what? That's where we're going to leave it. And, and I think that's, that's what we need to do on our next, uh, when we meet up again. 
talk about slowing down. Let's talk about slowing down. We need to we need to get our good friend back in. <laughs> I mean, can I just say this morning has been absolutely horrendous. I know for me. you've been crazy. I've had I've a crazy, here, crazy morning. I've actually been here slowed down. Yeah. I've been I've been relaxing and it was funny because you know, the the messaging was going back and forth, but it was only after I realized, oh, it's, it's, we're supposed to be starting now, that I went and picked up my phone, which is recording, and turned it back on and said, I wonder if Jenna sent any messages. And I'm looking, oh, yeah, she's, oh, there we go. Oh, dear. Yeah, so we're saying slow down. It's, it's very easy to talk about things. I, we appreciate it's harder to do it. So yeah, uh, yeah, there we go. Cool. It's been a lot of fun. And I've been talking so quietly. No, you haven't, James. No, That's look, a she's, lie. She, I've been so quiet. You're going to hear it on the podcast. Neva's sleeping through everything. It's absolutely fantastic. 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 <laughs> Fantactile. Fantastic. Oh, don't worry. I think, by the way, just as a quick note before we finish, I'm yeah. sure I've made up some words today. I, uh, that's good. Words. Made up words Why are not? always a good thing. Why not? But don't worry. Someone's going to be truth checking everything we're saying. You have been listening to Doc Talk Light with myself, James Pikeway, and Dr. Jenna Burton. We've been talking cancer. Hey, you want to get in touch with us? Potaholics with a K at gmail.com. We're all across the socials. Dr. Jenna Burton is how you can find her. At the James Cast is how you can find me. Potaholics with a K is how you can find us. And I really want to let you know that our music was provided by the podcasthost.com and LTU, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at the podcasthost.com forward slash free music. And thank you once again for listening. Share the link. We'll talk to you again really soon. So long for now.